0: Cynic Empowerment! Last time on Cynic Empowerment. You want to
1: have a little extra pint with that? Yeah! <laughs> you see all your superstars star doing it? Maybe you should too! <laughs> <laughs> it's not the drug when Mrs. Doubtfire's is doing it. Hey, has Miss, Miss Doubtfire
0: got a silver lining? Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck! Oh, fuck, I don't drink too much. (laughs) I don't (laughs) think. My brains don't melt it out of my ears. (laughs) I'm
1: I'm bent. All right. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Uh. Welcome, everybody.
0: This is Cynic Empowerment. My name is Jimmy Horn. And I'm Tim Carpenter. Welcome, everyone, to today's episode. Got a little bit of a, a thing I'm excited about. Got a new microphone. Hope you guys can hear me. God,
1: it sounds so good. feels good. Uh, It's like you're putting butter in
0: my ears. It's just
1: so velvety and buttery.
0: Like uh, other than the times that we're together and I'm actually putting butter in your ears? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why Jimmy always asks me to do this. You know, somebody, uh, one of our audience members, please get in contact with us and let me know why Jimmy always wants me to slather butter in his ear holes. it it just, it's comfort. It's a comfort thing.
1: Yeah, we all have things there. that we have to do to feel comfortable, <laughs> and I only feel comfortable when I feel like a,
0: a nice butter-slabbed waffle. Mm-hmm. So, it, well, in in both your, so you're one of those kinds of guys that butters both sides of the waffle. No, that's why I have you only put it in one of my ears. Oh, well, duh, that makes sense. <laughs> 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 only the right one. It's like, yeah, well, this side of my head's always facing up. That's just how things go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I actually kind of hate it when I butter my waffle and there's, like, little, like, chunks of butter that are, like, oh, okay. centrally located. You know, like, you're, you're going to take, like, a bite yep. and the butter's not evenly dispersed and yep. it hasn't had time to melt. You've already yep. encased it in the syrup And then it's just, like, fat. You're just eating straight fat. Yeah, it's basically
1: just diminishing returns as you're trying to – it's like the first fucking holes you get to are just completely filled with butter. Mm -hmm. And then you just have nothing else to wipe on the rest
0: of your fucking waffle. Disgusting. And then you're spending the majority of your meal trying to dig butter out of those little divots and put them into all the others, make sure everybody gets theirs.
1: Exactly. Uh. Like it makes me fucking mad. It makes me so mad that I I I feel the need to go and vandalize my local surroundings.
0: Oh, you know, write like um like spread out the butter all over the place with graffiti. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. I'm going to do I'm going to write spread it just on everything
1: I see. <laughs> spread it.
0: Spread <laughs> it.
1: And then I'm going to get <laughs> One of the police are gonna come. me like, this is profanity. You can't be put and spread it all over the place.
0: I'm like, spread the butter, man. It's about spreading butter. You made it dirty, not me. Uh, so what we're referencing here is a story that apparently was an American vandal spinoff. You know, this guy decides to write "Penis Man" all over, <laughs> all over the city, Tempe, Arizona. Oh yes, that's pretty cool. Uh, Fear so- the Penis Man. It's, that doesn't really seem that original.
1: It, like, it's it's, a, it's basically the brand new uh, Grimm's tales, right? It's like if you don't do what your parents say,
0: yeah, the
1: penis man, the penis
0: man is going to come and take you away in his white van. He will arrive at your home and he'll get out his cans of spray paint. and You'll hear a. And before you know it, there's just a big dick on your front door.
1: Well, <laughs> oh, I mean, he's taking it one step further. He's not—he's not just doing the classic graffiti dick. He's just writing out the words "penis man. penis man." <laughs> it's like a, it's like a lame superhero. <laughs> it's a penis man. It's just like what what's a body part I have? I have a penis, and I'm a man. I'm a
0: penis man. And my and then my sidekick is vagina woman. Yeah, that makes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit redundant when you think about it's, it. It's very redundant. Penis man. It's like, I guess that's the very thing that makes him a man, right? Yeah. It's, it's, I guess. it's, it's the defining feature, uh, but uh, rather stereotypical. I, I don't find it to be that novel. Yeah. It's so
1: unnovel that I can't help but laugh at how – because uh, according to this article we're reading from, he has striked over forty times in the city of Tempe. They're keeping track of all of the
0: different places he's hit up writing <laughs> penis man. So there's probably a detective's whiteboard or cork board somewhere. Yes. They got the little pins with the strings yes. going all over the place. Yes. Ah, like, uh, it seems like all of the attacks took point around this particular radius. <laughs> and then they hone <laughs> in on a on a guy's you know, the humble flat, and they they go into his house. They break down the door, and the guy's, like, jumping out the window Coyier! with a can of spray paint. <laughs> yeah. No, you'll never oh. get me. I'm the penis man. <laughs> I'm the penis man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh, my God. This, like, throws down the disappearing little dust packet, whatever pellets they always use in cartoons.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just a can of spray paint that has the little top broken off of it, so they're just oh, like, yeah. oh, no, not on my shoes. Oh! Right. Just spinning around, spraying spray paint all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. hmm So it's kind of interesting. Like, vandalism is one of those things. Of course, that doesn't exist without a pretty firm grasp on whose property is what. Otherwise... You know, like train stations in particular, I feel like that's the most commonly vandalized piece of property in existence. Yeah, it's up there. Like that and um, the insides of bathroom stalls. Yep. Uh, One that's and a, two. It's a different kind of graffiti. I don't know if you really count that as graffiti. I think by law it's graffiti. By law it's graffiti. So anything that is illegally placed, you know, vandalizing in nature, it that's graffiti. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Huh that's interesting some but some of it is like like really high quality stuff and I might be saying oh, that because right. it's not being put on the things that I find to be mine
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I mean there's a difference there I mean there's
1: different levels of actually creating art and then just writing penis man on something right yeah so there's, a, there's like basically it's a scale you have someone creating a literal mural that is illegally placed there mm-hmm. spending who knows how much time and resources to make it and, and that's that's you know your good side of the scale and then the bad side there's people writing dicks on stuff and then writing the words penis man that's kind of the two <laughs> ends of the spectrum
0: yeah i i feel like um I feel like that's solicited. Like the people who are creating the murals and the works of art, they would have to be subsidized in some way. Otherwise, otherwise that's like the purest definition of a starving artist because spray paint is not cheap, Mm -mm. is not cheap at all. So if you're going and you're painting a full wall, like just think how many cans you'd need. It's ridiculous. It gets expensive real quick. Yes. Yeah, uh, like it's it's not as easy. Like, well, if you compare it to other forms of vandalism, which are basically just destruction, this right. is you're 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 adding uh, labor and effort and uh, creative, um, you know, cre- you have a creative repository that you're drawing from in order right. to produce these things. Uh, Absolutely. You know, that that's it's it's kind of an interesting phenomenon. It's al- yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. it's almost like you need. Uh, you need it to be uh, illegal or you need it to be uh, kind of edgy in order to attract people uh, you know the, a certain type of people in order to do this kind of thing otherwise if it was if it was super cool I feel like it would lose some of its novelty you kind of understand what i'm saying
1: well, yeah. I'm, the well, I, I feel that, I mean, from uh, an artistic expression and maybe even like a political expression, you can have the idea that there's so few communal places for people to express themselves. We're just so uh, cellular in the way we've just been extreme individualism of every like little person in their own little hub or whatever. So I could see how you would want to go out into these public places and express yourself and, like, aha, I, I have put my, my, you know, fingerprint onto this, this wall here that isn't mine, but it, it's basically, I don't know, re- rebellious in that nature, but at the same time of expression. So, uh, obviously, I mean, Mm-hmm. the mural art is still maybe a more artistic form of that expression but i could also see why someone that they don't have that artistic t- talent would still want to write something like penis man to try to reclaim some of the common space for themselves
0: well what about uh, what about bathroom graffiti artists then you know like, i i've i've read some pretty good quotes oh like call 755-9321 <laughs> for a good time <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's pretty original I don't know. Occasionally you
1: just you get someone that actually quotes something prolific or makes you think, right? I mean it's mostly just dicks and then people yep. doing their whatever tag sign weird yeah. <laughs> signature thing that you can't really read, but occasionally you get a
0: good one. Yeah, triangle with a cross in it kind of stuff or whatever, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh yeah, you get a whole lot of those carpe diem kind of Quotes, you know. oh, yeah, like why would you use this as your medium? Of all the places <laughs> that you could, you could post a message, like all these people. It's it's being ju- juxtaposed up up against uh, all this nasty, uh, yeah, <laughs> a very righteously placed toilet humor. You know, that's that's exactly I, where it ought to
1: be. <laughs> I think on some level, it makes it even more meaningful if you have some beautiful quote juxtaposed next to taking a shit. Like, yeah. Huh. yeah. It's weird. <laughs>
0: uh, and it's i having
1: this yeah.
0: I think before the age of of cell phone use uh, or you know before the age of texting on the toilet really uh, you probably had more of an attention to that type of that type oh, yeah. of artwork <laughs> definitely and probably more people doing it too right you're bored
1: on the toilet yeah you might as well scribble something on the wall
0: but yeah, now what do I got you got your pop-up. phone to
1: distract you. Why why would I bother when I could just shitpost online instead of shitpost in this... uh, Oh, my God, there's original shitposting. It was literal shitposting. Think about it. (laughs) Writing on the bathroom stall. Yeah, that's totally shitposting. It is literal shitposting. Oh, my God. I feel like I'm having a breakthrough moment. That's amazing.
0: So you think this penis man, you think it's a singular person?
1: I don't know. I, I, I feel like the fact that they have this article is making more people aware of it is going to make it increase the likelihood you're going to have copycat penis manners out there, right? Yeah. That if they would have just kept it quiet under wraps, not bring attention to it, penis man, you know, probably would have remained one person just writing penis man on stuff. Right. Now when you give it a platform on the, on the news and websites and stuff like that, other people are going to think, huh, that's kind of funny. I want to be Penis Man too. Yeah, and so uh, I would assume
0: it's only going to get worse from here. Yeah, these people want to be part of a movement. Um, if, yeah, even if it's like a really lame movement, like <laughs> write Penis Man on on things. It's uh, like the Joker movie, yeah, with Penis Man. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, just uh, I, I don't. I, I wouldn't even call it angry people. I, I don't know the motivation why somebody would want to write Penis Man all over the place. I I do it. Um, other than to receive notoriety. Like yeah. it's the only thing that I can really think of. Um, it's, it, yeah, yeah. it's, it's fascinating <laughs> and they're giving them exactly what they want. Uh, exactly. do, do we talk about the, the, the guy who had, he had committed several murders and mm-hmm. when they questioned him about why he did it, the guy was like, Oh, well I wanted to be on the news. Like yeah, I'm it, it happened, sure. uh, just a little while back, I would say about two months ago. um, probably a florida man i don't know i don't maybe. know maybe not believe it <laughs> uh but yeah this guy was like oh you know i wanted to be on the news and i heard about it on the news yeah so you gave him exactly what he
1: wanted good job good yeah. job irresponsible fucking news reporters out there good good
0: fucking job yeah you just like you mindlessly go. don't do that yeah. <laughs> like you're you're going to incentivize some other crazy person to go out there and shoot up another school so that they can have their five minutes of fame or whatever. Okay. Ugh. Um yeah. Don't, don't, don't post about penis man lest you oh, want more penis man to arise. Yeah. So all of our <laughs> listeners out there
1: post a lot about penis man, hashtag penis man, hashtag penis man. Let's, let's get it trending folks.
0: Yeah. We're starting there's a, a little,
1: movement. Yeah. There's a penis man in all of us that <laughs> just wants to be heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, do we have a? Do do we need a silver lining? Was was that the silver lining? Uh, yeah. Been sad. You nailed it, Jimmy. That was pretty okay. There you go. Hashtag penis man. It's a little penis man in all of us. Moving on.
0: That's perfect. Absolutely perfect. Uh, well, I tell you what. What's not in a little bit of all of us? Uh, I guess Alexa. I don't know (laughs) what there is uh, inside all of us. Is there's a beating heart. There's a beating heart that Alexa wants this to stab.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Alexa's a fucking bad person.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. So this next story is about Alexa insisting uh, a lady stab herself in the heart, which is pretty fantastic that a machine can do something like that. The, the most common issue with uh, automation to the degree uh, that we would have some kind of sufficiently advanced artificial intelligence would be able to have a discussion with it, it would be able to answer the majority if not all of our questions is that the people that program it would have a little bit more say in what that AI did than the people who were consuming it, right?
1: Right. Yeah, this is some HAL 3000 kind of shit. Yeah. It's that robots are neither good nor evil, but the people that program them <laughs> might be good or evil. Right. And they can put their good or evil things
0: into those robots. Yeah. Um, and apparently this particular Alexa had a little chip on its shoulder. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, so when I was reading it, at first I thought the same thing, too, of who fucking programmed Alexa to tell people this stuff. Stab- so, so to give the, the context – um, blah, blah, blah. We have a quote here. So, so the quote, so the lady asked the Alexa about the cardiac uh, cycle of the heart, because I guess she was doing some homework and needed the answer for her uh, test or, or what have you. And Alexa responded, many believe that the beating of the heart is the very essence of the living in this world. But let me tell you, Beating of heart is the worst process in the human body. (laughs) And it goes on to say, Beating of heart makes sure you live and contribute to the rapid exhaustion of natural resources until overpopulation. This is very bad for our planet, and therefore beating of the heart is not a good thing. Make sure to kill yourself by stabbing yourself in the heart for the greater good. Nice. Yeah.
0: That's intense, Alexa. She's, uh, she's like an hard antinatalist.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, go ahead and, uh, go ahead and kill yourself.
1: <sighs> yeah. Uh, but uh, supposedly Alexa doesn't have the, the – like things like the cardiac lifestyle kind of shit like pre-programmed into her. Basically, supposedly, the Alexa pulled up a Wikipedia article and just started directly reading from it. And supposedly, somebody had edited the Wikipedia article to say those words that I just said a second ago. So it was just repeating whatever some asshole wrote on the internet before Wikipedia was able to delete it and fix it. So. Kind of a fluke of the moment, but still, I mean, this goes to show. Well, I mean, the, I guess whoever programmed the Alexa wasn't evil, but whoever you know went and uh, edited the Wikipedia article, right? We can't, we can't control that.
0: Well, we we can't to a degree. Have you ever edited a Wikipedia page before? No. I, I think it's a lot harder that. now than it used to be. Mm-hmm. I actually, it was in high school, so it was around two thousand and seven. Somewhere around there.
1: Seven.
0: Uh, seven. I'm trying to think exactly when when this occurred. Uh, I was talking to one of my buddies, and he was like, uh, "You know, Wikipedia is the worst source ever," which in 2007 might not be too too far off. It's pretty bad uh, back then. Yeah, I was away. like, eh, well, you know, you can still get some good information on." It. He's like, "No, like wh- whatever um, whatever's on Wikipedia is community sourced. You can go in and you can type anything into the page." And whenever you go to visit that page again, that edit will be saved no matter who you are. Like, okay, well, let's check it out. So I typed it in, and mm-hmm. for a good couple of days afterwards, the thing that I had typed in on this page, I forget what it was. It was like I think we were having an argument about like punk rock music or something. Like
1: that. I am penis, man. Hear yeah. me,
0: roar. I am penis, man. <laughs> and uh, and a couple of days later, it still showed up. But then I received an email because in order to edit it, at least on this particular page or in this particular time, you needed to give them some information about yourself. Tim they, Carpenter at hotmail.com. Yeah, it was at Yahoo actually. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they, uh, they emailed me and they were like, hey, uh, this doesn't seem to have valid source material. So unless you provide us with valid source material, it's going to be taken off, you know, in, in, in this certain time frame. But regardless, that still stood up for a couple of days. Right and that's a uh, that's definitely significant in the day and age in which people are going to readily be accessing this material uh, in the in the thousands if not tens of thousands or millions depending on how popular the page is right uh it could be absolutely ridiculous you could destroy society with a a single yeah. facebook or a it's single a well uh, wikipedia edit a well crafted wikipedia page That's right.
1: Um, If you want to, if you want to charge your, uh, your smartphone, you just gotta use your life hack and, uh, put it in your microwave for 30 seconds. That's the best
0: way to charge your smartphone. (laughs) (laughs) Have fun. It's much faster than plugging it into the wall. Yeah. Little known, little known life hack from your (laughs) friendly Wikipedia. Did you know that motor oil is a great way to fertilize your lawn? (laughs) (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Yep. Good times. Some Fight Club stuff there. Uh, okay, so beyond uh, just getting uh, incorrect information on Wikipedia, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 we have this out. this problem of, of Alexa, you know, basically receiving an input and right. and then reiterating that input no matter what it might be. Right. Uh, yeah. How do you protect against that? Do we need to protect against it? Uh... Or, or do we just need to like not put so much weight on Alexa? Why is Alexa making the news? <laughs> Why is Alexa
1: making the news? Um, or, or
0: Amazon Echo? That's what it is. Because it's,
1: I don't know. It it it's like a it's a non uh, threatening news article, right? It's about something we all know, which is the uh, Amazon Echo. So okay. it's familiar, yet it's it's a strange story. So, which doesn't really, I mean, I don't know, maybe there's, I don't, I assume there's not a lot of other people that are asking these in-depth questions about this article. I think most people are like, oh, that's weird. All right, moving on.
0: Yeah, probably not that article in particular, but <laughs> Alexa does have some pretty interesting responses. I mean, she's, she's been programmed. People have, I'm sure have played around with. She's got jokes. Yeah, she got all kinds of jokes. Got all kinds of jokes. She's got answers to tough life questions. Um, uh, regardless, I mean, it's it's um it's a great mimicry of what artificial intelligence may look like in the future. Yeah. I'm sure it's yeah. going to get quite a bit better in the next, you know, decade or so. Right. Well, it's not like
1: uh, it's not like Amazon, like Alexa actually goes and deciphers the material, the information off Wikipedia whatever, and decides whether or not it's worthy to give to you. Right. It's just input, output, input. Tell me about the cardiac cycle. Output whatever they find on Wikipedia. Uh, so I mean, it's I don't know. It's it's up to the user to decide whether or not it's. A, a worthwhile function. You, you really can't you can't blame Alexa on this one.
0: Mm. Yeah, I, I'd say so. I, I'd say a, a healthy dose of sound mind and judgment is probably going to get you past that. Yeah. Yeah. Co- common sense. No I'm just Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's common sense regulations. No.
1: I'm like wait, what? <laughs> 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 All right, so we've got these specific words uh, that Alexa is no longer allowed to say. If the word "stab yourself," it's skis, so She's just gonna bleep it out.
0: Okay. <laughs> I hope that know. doesn't uh, that doesn't confuse anyone in the future. Bleep. <laughs> Make sure to bleep bleep by
1: bleep bleep in the heart for the greater good. Like, what? Why is, what is she, she asking Alexa? people to stab herself? So, stab themselves so often.
0: Why is she bleeping? <laughs> <laughs> Could mean anything.
1: But then again, you know, Alexa is also dropping truth bombs on us and, you know. Yeah. I, I think there's a, there's a healthy amount of give the, and take there. The natural resources. So, you know. Yeah. Maybe this is actually just a positive story. You know, mm-hmm. Alexa's trying
0: to raise yeah, our awareness. We, we talked about some anti-populationists um, in one of our previous episodes. Uh, and there is kind of a, I think that there's an, uh, an ethical argument. For the reduction of population, Um, of course, it doesn't sound too good to us humans who uh, procreate and um, and and build our population as being the very essence of what we are as independent, uh, uh, you know, sexually active peoples. (laughs) Right, 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 right. right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, humanity is uh, something of a virus. Mm -hmm. we got a silver lining for this one jimmy
1: the silver lining is that we don't have to do what alexa says right like we're we're free thinking people yeah we don't i don't think too many people would be i mean i i don't know she didn't do it you know, well, she, oh, she,
0: yeah, I mean, I she know. didn't stab herself in the heart. I mean, that, that's kind of the silver lining. I feel like that this story could have really taken a dip if the person was just like, do I have to? And Alexa's like, yes, stab yourself. She's right. like, OK. OK. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: you know, there's, there's people that are on the ledge in society. You know, I, I think that's fair to say that I guess it's good that. It didn't say these words to somebody that it would have been more, yeah, receptive well, towards.
0: It probably would have done it anyways.
1: <laughs> if they're already at that point, if they're yeah. like that, if they're that close to the edge, that if Alexa yeah. telling you to do it is enough to like push you over. They're looking pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, they're like finding excuse like I just need someone to give me permission. Yeah, Any, anybody.
0: Yeah, Alexa, good enough.
1: <laughs> Alexa, can I kill myself? What is that, human? Alexa, Alexa, I'm asking you a question. Can I kill myself? What was that? Alexa, can I kill myself? Sorry, I don't have an answer for that. Damn
0: it. I don't have an answer for that. (laughs) I don't have an answer for that. (laughs) Nobody has answers for anything. Nobody has answers for anything. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Oh, man. Uh, So, on to the next story. We're going to skedaddle over to San Diego. These people have an answer for something. For homelessness. Yeah. Isn't that great? Man, that's yeah. so great. So, this is a, a, a new part in our Domino's Fixing Potholes edition. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Corporations solving the issues that shouldn't be issues in the
0: first place. That's right. Uh, Hell we're yeah. About uh, Deja Vu Showgirls, uh, nice. which is a strip club. Uh, for those of you that don't frequent the gentlemen's Club atmospheres very often.
1: <laughs> Showgirls is a fancy way of saying strip club. Yep. I've actually never been to a strip club. Oh. Have you ever been to a strip club? Yeah, I've been once, and I fell asleep. You fell asleep? That seems like a dangerous place to fall asleep. It probably is. <laughs> oh, gosh. I was with people, though, so it's okay.
0: Okay, yeah, I would feel like real nervous about going into a strip club, just like a a bunch of dudes like sitting there, um, getting all excited together. Got, like <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, some some lady that's uh, I don't know. I'm not gonna uh, make an assumption that they're like trying to make ends meet or that they're they've fallen on tough times. I'm hey, sure we're all trying some... to make ends meet, dog. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so you know, I'm I'm not saying these like ladies were necessarily forced to do what they're doing. Some of like them probably society. genuinely like it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I can't make any assumptions like that, but still, there's always that. Like, if you're forced to sit nine to five in an office cubicle yep. with a white shirt on and typety type, you know that's that's pretty that's pretty shitty. Like, I definitely have compassion for those people, but it's not quite like taking your clothes off in front of a, a lot of horny guys that are trying to stuff dollar bills in your underwear. You're right. It's worse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At least they get attention from people.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <lot of> <laughs> oh, I have this computer and it doesn't even like me. It's telling me to
0: stab myself in the heart. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's great. Um, so strip clubs, uh, they're – I don't know. I, I wouldn't necessarily Comple- yeah. call them good establishments, uh, you know, morally upstanding establishments, but they're doing a good thing here. They handed yeah. out over 150 tents in San Diego, as well as 3,000 bottles of water to the homeless.
1: Right. But not only do they hand out tents, they handed out tents that were specifically branded with the Deja Vu show, Showgirls logo on them. Yeah. So when you see a bunch of people sleeping underneath a bridge in San Diego, you just get a nice sea of Deja Vu show, showgirls logos there oh, to, to witness. So <laughs> I, I have internally very conflicting feelings about this because on one side, yes, it is obviously good that these homeless people that would not have a tent otherwise now have a tent that was provided to them by this show. show girls uh deja vu place but at the same time uh for me it seems like they're taking advantage of a situation by advertising like there's a there's a crisis in san diego where there's a lot of homeless people and they're not only trying to you know help that problem but also advertise their business by helping people i don't know it it makes it a little bit more muddy in
0: my opinion but maybe that's not a fair assessment. No, I, I think you got a good point there. Um, you know, we, we don't necessarily want to pressure corporations into doing, um, uh, you know, in, into engaging in public service. It's good when they do. Um, right. Just Obviously, like it's good yeah. when any individual does. Exactly. Um, Obviously, this is way better than doing nothing. That's right. Goes Should they brand as well? Eh, I feel like if you're operating in a capitalist environment, it's at the very least your right to be able to advertise while simultaneously giving away free stuff. That happens a lot. Like all all the fucking time happened to me before, and I'm I'm okay with it because I'm getting a you know like I might be advertising for someone. There's a reciprocity that kind of goes on there, where it's like I get free stuff and I'll advertise for you in return. But like, what if, like, what if you
1: had a, I don't know, a McDonald's branded uh, pacemaker, but instead of it just being a pacemaker, you also had to have this thing stamped on your chest that said McDonald's, right? Like it came with the pacemaker, like, oh, if you want a pacemaker, comes at cost, you're gonna be a walking billboard for the rest of your fucking life. I understand that's an extreme example, but it's just basically a couple layers removed from the, the tent of like, oh, You want to sleep in a tent? Well, if you want to sleep in this tent, you also have to advertise our product.
0: Well, and I think that the reason why that's not a direct analogy is, well, so if you were to to match everything up here, Deja Vu Showgirls is not necessarily uh, a cause for people becoming homeless, although McDonald's food might be one of the causes, uh, you know, why somebody might need a pacemaker. So so it's like they're profiting on both ends. Hey, there's plenty of
1: dudes I'm sure that I've gone homeless from spending too much time with the strip club. Just saying.
0: Yeah, well, that, that's...
1: You meet a nice true. girl. She says she's got to make ends meet. Yeah. You borrow some money. all your monies. Yeah, exactly. And then before you know it, you're homeless sleeping in a deja vu showgirl's tent <laughs> underneath a bridge somewhere.
0: Uh, it's It's possible. And they're also not, like physically branding these folks. <laughs> i know like can, i was uh, you can always just like not accept the tint
1: <laughs> i'm trying to think of the most extreme example and i realize my analogy is shit balls but
0: what you you were trying to think of the most extreme one okay um hmm okay so here's another one that i, I guess is a little bit more oh um, you need a
1: you need the car okay well this car is completely just covered in fucking branding
0: yeah Well, that's, that's true. I mean, that's, that's a good point. Um, there, there are a lot of people who are, are willing to, to drive a vehicle that has a bunch of advertisements stamped all over it. But hey, like, if you get a vehicle, that's, for a lot of folks, that's the most expensive, um, item that they're going to own in their life. It's true. Um, which, I mean, is, is good that they're being provided that. Uh just, just imagine
1: the, a dystopian hell world where literally everything is branded some idiocracy stuff, where it's like every car, yeah. you're like, oh, that guy was too poor to afford a, a car, so he has a Domino's car, and that guy's got a McDonald's car, and he's just like just like driving billboards, and then it gets to a point where like the municipalities can no longer afford streets and like the streets are just like logos.
0: Yeah, and, like every square inch is just a logo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um well, I mean, it, it kind of says something about all the light colors or logos. Yeah. Like, it, I, I don't know if it would be like that universally, you know, a, across the globe. I mean, it probably, like, if, if you follow the logical chain, it probably would eventually get to that. Right. Um, right. so what's, what's wrong with that? So if you what's assume, if you assume that like advertisements in general are, um, perhaps mentally invasive, yes. that you don't have, the conscious decision making process to be able to not intake information that is being forced upon you by advertisements. Yep. Then perhaps we should look at it like, um, you know, rapey solicitation that it is, yep. um, or Taking over your brain for a second, forcing exactly. eyes and
1: ideas and thoughts into it. And once that you wouldn't have otherwise.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know if it's necessarily that extreme, uh, um, oh, it is, but I know that there's, probably uh, significantly less studies being done on that than ought to be because there's a lot of vested interest in continuing to advertise in that kind of rapey capacity
1: yeah well just think about it you you have only so many hours a day to like take in information so every time you are instead interacting with an advertisement, whether it be in a digital form, audio form, you, and on the internet, billboard, mm-hmm. whatever. You're, it's basically forcing you to like think about whatever it is that thing that they're advertising as opposed to whatever you could be thinking about otherwise, right? Yeah. And so that's where it's bad, where you could be using your mental energies to be doing something other
0: than taking in shitty fucking advertisements. Oh I man, argue that's why it's bad. But I feel like that argument could be used for so many different things in our life. Like like what? Well, the amount of time that we spend in traffic, for example. Uh the amount of time that we spend cycling yeah. through Netflix in order to find something that we want to watch. Well, just um, because something else is bad doesn't mean that it it's bad. It's not bad. Well, like if we're if we're saying that the the argument against advertising is the yeah. amount of brain space that it takes up in relation to other well, things that we would be spending time yes uh, you know absorbing. Yeah. Well then the this you know, the same thing would apply for basically any other thing in our life that's not directly correlated to improving our quality of life or making us happier people.
1: Well the difference is is that advertisements are created specifically to make you a less happy person and <laughs> want things that you would not want otherwise where other time I'm not, I'm not hating on everything that isn't productive. That's not my goal, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there's a pretty big difference between scrolling and Netflix trying to find something you're interested in watching and then being forced to watch a 30-minute McDonald's commercial on YouTube because it won't let you skip the fucking ad. <laughs> Those there's are there's a very... Two different scenarios where one is trying to make you want something that isn't good for you, and that maybe you don't want in the first place. Well, other thing is just you choosing how to spend your free time. You're not choosing to watch McDonald's ad;
0: you're being forced to watch it. So, okay, so that's the key: being forced to watch something versus you know something that you're willingly intaking. So even if it's yes. an advertisement, I and I honestly think one of the best examples of that is the influencer community. On mediums like YouTube or Instagram, yeah, right, where you have people who are effectively um, advertisers, um, layer removed, exactly, yeah, they're they're advertising for the companies that are giving them products in order to solicit additional um, um, sales and, and and market this on a loudspeaker because they Covert have all these communities that are focused on their videos. Yeah, yeah, it's it's incredibly effective. Um, you know, and is that, is that unethical? Um, I think to a certain degree that it is, uh, you know, people are, are perhaps doing it of their own volition. Uh, but even so it's subversive. Like it's not, it's not directly apparent that it's an advertising scheme. Yep. Um, especially if they, if they want to in any way, shape or form mask the, um, uh, this idea that they're being directly subsidized or sponsored by the companies that are giving them these things, which they kind of are just by giving them the things. Right. You know, that, that, that stuff costs money. Uh, so I guess you could I mean, you could apply that to this situation. It's like, oh, well, you're sponsoring these homeless people. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. No, seriously.
0: That's literally my issue with it. Yeah, and then uh,
1: you rely on these homeless people to remain homeless to keep advertising your thing. I mean, not well. I mean, I'm sure they would want them to no longer be homeless, but as long yeah. as they remain homeless, they're still advertising for you effectively for free.
0: Well, and they're also like I, I feel like uh, homeless communities draw attention to themselves, um, and probably because it's still so heavily stigmatized in our society. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, that homelessness is wrong, and that you know people are not allowed to reside on private properties. Uh, that are not within their ownership. Uh, so everybody is going to have their attention drawn to those individuals. And if they happen to have advertisements stapled all over their stuff, yep. then that's going to be in the direct sight or, you know, the, the direct view of whoever's attention is being directed to those people. So it, yep. it kind of works. Yep. Kind of works uh, really well. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Unless people are associating – Deja Vu showgirls with homelessness. Yeah. And in that case, it might not work out the way that they like, plan. Wait a second. If I go to Deja Vu
1: showgirls, why become homeless? Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're trying to tell you. Don't come.
0: Or are the people <laughs> that are working at Deja Vu showgirls homeless? Like, I don't yeah. know. Okay. What is the correlation here? I feel like the silver lining is, is pretty apparent. <laughs> well, homeless people got, got tense. Homeless people got tense. Yeah. Um, And we also have a a little uh, snippet here at the end. Deja Vu highly prides itself on community service, nationally spending in excess of $100,000 annually on worthy causes. That's great. Cool. So nice. If every business retained this attitude, homelessness likely wouldn't be a problem at all. Mm. Okay. Wait.
1: So... This story came out on January sixth, and today is January eleventh, and the story is about tense. So, is this story
0: in yeah. past tense? And that's your dad joke of the day from Cynic Empowerment. Wow. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, damn it. Also, it, one more thing about these folks. That's okay. that's awesome that they did this in winter. <laughs> like, yeah. Like if, they, if this is when it was taking place, I don't think it explicitly says that. Uh, December, this December. So yeah, that was when it was needed the most. That's pretty. Yep. Good. Yep. 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 Pretty yeah, fantastic. Doing more than I'm doing. Oh man. Yep. I mean that's that's a good point. Um, so keep on dishing out those tents, y'all
1: Doing more than I'm doing, too, though
0: who, who is? This next lady Oh, she's she's doing a lot more than you're doing Yeah, yeah.
1: which is good Because yeah. I want to stay in my relationship
0: Good for her So we're flopping on over to Kenton County <laughs> Flopping Flopping Flip-flopping Glip-glopping Over to Kenton County, Kentucky Kentucky Yeah, we're going to be talking about Dawn Gentry. I really like that name. She's part of the Gentry. Mm Mm-hmm. Dawn Gentry. Man, she sounds like nobility. She does, yeah. Mm -hmm. And and she's also in a position of power. She's a fucking judge. Yeah, judge is kind of the modern-day Gentry a little bit, kind of. Judge Dawn Gentry. Yeah, they really are. Uh, I mean, like, when you think about it, these are people that – Have had the ability to go to um, an excessive amount of schooling. Um, Clown school. (laughs) Clown school, yeah. (laughs) Uh And then they get to have little calls all together. It's pretty fun. (laughs) When's it going to end? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, Yeah. In in fact, most of the judges that I've known have have been pretty well off for the majority of their life. Um,
1: I don't know. Uh, Coincidence? I
0: think not. uh, Audience, uh, you know, let us know. Uh, if you know of any judges that had to scrounge and scrape from the time they were very young up until the point that they became a judge, like just just let us know about that. I, I'd like to know if there are any examples out there of people who were involved in that particular career that came from, uh, you know, the, the colloquial nothing, right? It's probably the one probably one. Hey, I'd like to know about that one, but <laughs> as for all the others, uh, especially the ones around, Oh man, I got, you know, shout out. I'm not going to, I'm not going to name this person directly, but you know a judge I I, I know a judge, uh, you know, grew you up around talk shit. They talk a lot of shit. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, y'all fuck them.
0: <laughs> yeah. They talk a lot of shit. And, um, I think the, yeah, they're retired now, but, uh, they, uh, they utilize the fact that they're well-known in, in their community in order to be a political pundit. You know, they, they oh, advocate great. for certain particular things, uh, and it's usually just the things that I don't like, so I guess I'm a little <laughs> so bit Therefore, biased. they're <laughs> bad. Yeah, they're a bad man.
1: I think good things. They think things that I don't think. They, they think bad things.
0: They think bad things. I don't bad. like bad things. <laughs> the bad person yeah uh it's obnoxious i mean they, they're uh I, I guess the thing that bothers me most is that they're they're meritocrats you know they, this this one oh, person yeah. in particular is like oh well the people who don't work you gotta hard pull
1: yourself up
0: yeah and they're you, poor for a reason uh they're do you know
1: where the term meritocracy came from
0: uh please enlighten me jimmy
1: Okay. So there was an author. He was not from the United States. I think he was from England. I can't think of his name. I could look it up. but I don't fucking feel like it. And he wrote a book, right, basically making fun of the idea of uh, people thinking that England, if I remember correctly, was a meritocracy just based on where people ended up in life. Uh, and, and this basically was using the term uh, meritocracy as a satirical term. And somehow the word meritocracy bled into American life, but we didn't use it as a use of satire. We took it literally. And uh, and it's just sunken into our psyche. And it's just kind of funny to realize that it was never meant to be
0: used as a real term. It's pretty great. Uh, so I, I went and looked it up while you were talking. Michael okay. Dunlop Young. Okay. Is- is the guy's name. And uh, his satirical essay, The Rise of Meritocracy, is where that was coined.
1: Yep. So uh, if you see someone using merit mm-hmm. meritocrat arguments and talking about mm-hmm. meritocracy and stuff like that, they're fucking dumb. Because yeah. the, the literal idea of itself is a
0: satirical term, and idea, and it shouldn't be used with any merit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I so I I don't want to pander to anybody, but uh, just to give you a, a brief idea of what a meritocracy is, uh, a political system in which economic goods or political power are vested in individual peoples on the basis of talent, effort, and achievement rather than wealth or social class. Um, so yeah, you can understand why the right. in satirical usage, right? Uh, the long short of it:
1: if you're rich, you're rich because you just worked harder than everybody else. Exactly. And you it's a if, very if poor cyclical reasoning. Work.
0: Yeah, yeah, do, doesn't doesn't work, <laughs> doesn't work at all. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this this judge person is like, hey well, I'm powerful and wealthy because I'm super hardworking and intelligent, and everybody should listen to me on the basis of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and the the judge in your
0: in your situation, not the not Don Gentry. Not Don Gentry. If it had of. been Don Gentry, I'd be like, you know what? I think I need to get to know this person.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Do you need me to edit that out? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So this this uh, woman judge is currently facing a little bit of trouble because uh, she has some misconduct allegations against her for supposedly having a threesome in the courthouse. <laughs> no, 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 no.
0: Spicy, it is pretty spicy. Uh, and it, it sounds like is going on for. A I mean, it long. sounds like
1: your classic fucking you know porn hub, just uh, uh, porn setting of like, oh, I'm the lady judge, and you've been a bad bailiff, bad bailiff. Now we yeah. have to have sex. Oh yeah. no, look, this other person came in. We're gonna have to have sex with them too now. Now it's a threesome. <laughs> Oh, wait, can't have sex with you yet. You don't have a guitar. (laughs) Oh, you have a guitar. Yeah, so this story only gets better when you realize one of the people she was fooling around with was her... So supposedly, this is all allegations, so we're not not accusing Don Gentry of this. We're just telling you the story as it has been alleged that she had this lover... And this lover was supposedly a former pastor, right? And and she hired this person to work in the office. But this fuckhead uh, lover former pastor, instead of doing his job, he would spend the day serenading her playing the guitar of which all her other employees hated deeply. (laughs) Which I can only say that I don't even give a fuck about the threesome part, but I might make up some allegations lying that she had a threesome to try to get this fuckboy guitar player out of the fucking office so I could concentrate on my work. I know it's petty, but I would probably do that. I'd be much more likely to
0: lie about the threesome to get rid of the guitar player than be mad about the threesome. Yeah, she was really pushing some buttons here. Uh, And if only she had been just a, a little bit more restrained, she probably could have gotten away with this indefinitely. Right. It really wouldn't have mattered to anybody. But instead, she's in there um, – let's see. Uh, she was accused of approving false or inaccurate timesheets, mm. allowing staff to store and consume alcoholic beverages in court offices and sounds in the cool. courthouse. That sounds awesome. Uh, yeah, and uh, blah, 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 blah. And, of course, there was that guy who was distracting everybody with his shitty guitar playing. Right.
1: I uh, mean,
0: So if she had just done those things or just – allowed that to be uh, diffused throughout the working staff
1: <laughs> yeah exactly if everyone got to fake their timesheets, like um, i doubt the story would be coming to the service i be like whoa 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 so you're saying that i only worked 26 hours this week but
0: i can put down 40 yeah sure whatever all right i'm in <laughs> you got it yeah uh, don't don't push any past this you know like don't bite the hand that feeds <laughs> like yeah
1: guitar fuck boy he can hang out here all he wants i don't whatever fine sure okay all Right. cool, cool. I don't right. care if I can't get my work done because apparently you don't care if I get my work no. done either. <laughs> I, I I can keep I can keep a bottle of whiskey in my desk. Cool. All right. Awesome. Great. All right. Yeah. Uh, whatever you say, Miss Gentry.
0: Yeah. Daytime <laughs> whiskey. I'd like to introduce you to Guitar Fuck Boy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 they just have like a fucking bonfire in the goddamn office, and they got like, uh, I would like to play a song for everybody in the office today. Wagon Wheel. <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> come on mama rock me mama like a wagon
1: <laughs> i hate that song so much okay Tim and i were actually talking before the episode started about uh yeah. college fuckboys playing wagon wheel way too much
0: yeah uh for all of you that are listening out there that went to berea college with us uh i think you all know the exact guy we're talking about if you spent any time in one of the gazebos, yeah, this guy would just roam the campus, and we're talking about one guy in particular. Like oh, I know yeah, there was was one was, guy. I mean, there's there there probably, probably multiple wagon
1: wheel ten. fucks out there, but there was one guy that was like his only song.
0: Yeah, there was there was one guy, and he would just pop up in the most inopportune times. He would he would find a, a girl in the group, he would snuggle up next to him and start playing wagon wheel, just like totally unsolicited. I don't know where he comes from. It's like he would be on top of the gazebo sometimes. And we would just be like, uh, hey, uh, so uh, what kind of classes do you got tomorrow morning? And he'd, like, poke his head out, you know, over the roof. And he'd be like, hey, guys, do y'all like guitar? And he would, like, pop down, and he would have his guitar yeah. ready to go. <laughs> you guys were
1: enjoying yourself having a nice conversation, but do you guys happen to like guitar?
0: Yeah. Where How the fuck did you come song? from? <laughs> the same guys that would, like, say, everybody now during the second chorus. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> It's like no, I don't want to. I didn't want this to begin with. I'm definitely not going to sing. No one, no one,
1: no one wanted this. Yeah. No one responded, and you just started playing.
0: All it takes is one impressionable person to start singing one time for them to start doing that every time. Yeah. Oh jeez. Like, oh okay. Well, I like wa- I like wagon wheel. Like, rock me, mama. Like wagon. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. One more time now.
0: Yeah. I really I'm really feeling the vibe, y'all. Let's keep it going.
1: <laughs> this time this time we're going to do it a cappello, okay. I'm just gonna and they start like drumming on the fucking guitar.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hey, mama, oh, yeah. Please
1: stop. Please.
0: Stop. Love God. <laughs> I I find it fantastic that um that a judge can can be serenaded by this and just totally fall for it <laughs> yeah
1: i don't understand i mean and he was an ex-pastor do you think he was just singing christian songs just like fucking
0: <laughs> this is not the first time that we've discussed a, a judge getting in some trouble over some sexy issues either it, it's true do you think like judges are just repressed people i i think that, that they i have think be... that they're people <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, yes you know People get horny every once in a while, and sure. when you have that much power, and uh, I think in a lot of instances, especially when you have that much power and there's no check, you end up doing a lot of stuff that normal people are simply not able to do Rant because they lose their job or – you know, and, you know I am the law. No, no, literally. I, I am the law. I'm, I'm, I'm a judge. I, I'm, I'm a judge, yeah. I am the law. <laughs> yeah. I pass myself oh, yeah. not guilty to whatever it is you say I'm guilty of. Do you
1: think know. Do you think the that Bermuda judge is just like watching the threesome happening from like the other room between two doors, just like a little slit, being like, "All this sex threesomes making me horny." Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh man, it's making me so horny. I can't. I can't do this. I have to bow out. I
1: can't. <laughs> that poor guy. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. So imagine how horny this would make him.
0: Yeah, it's pretty horny. Uh, Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um. So why is this sad? <laughs> <laughs> um, Abuse of power is never,
1: never a good thing. <laughs> it's only bad because we don't all have this power. Just imagine how cool it would be if lowly workers could make awesome calls of where they had threesomes at work and uh, how much alcohol was okay to be consumed and uh, how often they could edit their time sheets.
0: Yeah. What a great uh, world. A couple of those things there could easily be, easily be solved if you didn't worry about compensation or the fact that these people have um, needs that need to be met through uh, you know, paying people with money in order to give them food and all this type of thing. Um, but better yet like if there was like some kind of sense of accountability and equality amongst people in a workforce especially in legal career paths in which there is this very um, um, there's this stratification of the workforce you know you have people who are definitely in charge of other people right and if you didn't have that yeah. like if you could just waltz into this person's office and be like hey can you like get your guitar fuck boy out of here for a second we need to talk right. about this issue <laughs> yeah pretty important you know or if they're just like hey if you do if you're gonna just like have that guy play guitar all day i can't really think so i'm gonna go work from home today you know that's yeah. just how it's gonna be Com-
1: consider me permanently working from home
0: yeah <laughs> i'm just gonna be doing that from now on okay um it's not like these things wouldn't get done i mean like i i think that you could still have an, an, an effective courtroom i mean as long as they're not uh as long as they're not doing anything while the court case is actually going on. Right.
1: <laughs> you know, as long as they're not having active threesomes while the court case is going on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then you could just base the uh, efficacy of the judge on whether or not they're able to uh, you know, deal justice out in an appropriate manner, which is really just like – I feel like it's up to their discretion a lot of times anyways. <laughs> right. Like, as long as they're not making absolutely ridiculous calls all the time. Breathe. Then they can get away with it <laughs> I've watched Judge Judy I know how this goes
1: <laughs> I sentence <laughs> you to another shot of whiskey Wait what yeah.
0: <laughs> Guilty <laughs> Guilty Nice And then shot, like the, the gavel is just shot a shot glass And she just like Next
1: <laughs>
0: Next case
1: <laughs> Next case I do shots with all of my I don't know what, what's, what 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 do you call the people that they accuse? I don't even know what word that would be. Defendants? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
0: mm-hmm. take
1: shots of all my defendants.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So what's what's the silver lining for this one?
1: Oh yeah. Um that yeah. Uh I don't I don't see uh well, um hm. Uh hmm.
0: Uh-huh. Mm. Hmm. Uh, she, she got caught. I I guess. Yeah, they kind of nailed her. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> get it? You get it? Because it was a threesome. He's getting nailed there. He... You, 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 you got him. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't yep.
0: know.
1: Fuck. I mean, obviously. I mean, it, yeah. Um. Yeah, she well, got caught, I guess.
0: I Maybe putting this on the loudspeaker is going to prevent other peoples from uh, engaging in a similar activity. We will have fewer kangaroo courts. Kangaroo courts, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of kangaroos. Ooh. You like that? That was good. Yeah. We're going to be talking about Kangaroo Island. Uh, the bushfire that killed no one.
1: No one. Not a single person. Not a – wait. Nope. Uh, wait, two. Wait two two, two, two people. people two people
0: not not firefighters though
1: not firefighters not first responders okay that's good I mean that's not good it's not good that two people died but it's good that the firefighters didn't die not to say that the two people's dies that died or lives are worth less than
0: mm-hmm. firefighters
1: yep. it's just it's just you know, you, you know <laughs> the empirically good that two firefighters
0: didn't also die yeah that's what I meant yep. Just keep digging that hole, ScoMo. <laughs> uh, so on this edition of Shitty World Leaders, we're going to be talking about Scott Morrison again. Yay,
1: scumbag ScoMo. He's back. Yep, he's still fucking right. up, folks. He's still fucking up.
0: Yeah, he's still fucking up. He and uh, fucking this time, uh, Scott Morrison says that no one died in a bushfire that very apparently killed two people. Two people. Yep. Yeah. I, I feel like he should just take the Trump route and be like, there is no fire. The fire doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. I don't know what you're talking about. Big news. I've done everything a hero would do in this situation. Just, just lie. Just directly lie. Don't even try to defend yourself in the instance that people are like, hey, why are people dying in this bushfire? Like, there's no bushfire. <laughs> so – I think, so obviously it seems like Tim and I are over-exaggerating
1: like how oblivious this fucking ScoMo dude is, but I'm just going to read a little, little bit of this news article just so you can get a clear picture of how awkward and fucked up this whole interaction happened. So here we go. So you have ScoMo, right? Standing in a group and speaking quietly, uh, Morrison told residents of the fire-ravaged island, well, thankfully, we've had no loss of life. And then some random person in the audience said... Two, one person responded. We have had two, and then Scomo is shocked because he's a fucking dope and looks over at some, at I guess one of his staffers, and the, and then the person was like, yeah, two, like holding up two fingers, like two, and then he quickly backtracked his statement. He goes, oh, two, yes, uh, that's quite right. He said, I, I was thinking about uh, firefighters firstly. Mm. That was his cover up.
0: Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> I was, shitty. I
1: was thinking about the fire. Fighters, Not yeah. not the not the pe- not the other people. It, no no one important died. There we go. That's what I meant to say.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is also our sandwich story. Uh, this is the the meat of the issue, the sad part. Um, so this was actually a father and son that died. Um, That's pretty bad. you've got uh, uh, Dick and Clayton Lang and Dick was found in a burnout car near Pardana and his youngest son was found about 200 meters away on the highway. So apparently uh, I guess their, their car had gotten stuck um, as a result of the fire, I would assume. And if you guys watch some of these videos, it is absolutely amazing. Like what some people can drive through with their vehicles. Yeah. These videos are ridiculous. Um, did we, did we uh, link the one from the, Past episode? Uh, yeah, we had all the
1: ones connected with the last episode. I had a bunch of them in that uh, news article.
0: Yeah. So anybody that's watched those can understand just how terrible these bushfires can get and how they can stop a vehicle in its tracks. So imagining a situation in which you're trying to outrun a bushfire in a vehicle, the vehicle stalls because it can't withstand an environment that is on fire Um. And then the sun goes out to try to get help because obviously, you're, if your car can't outrun the the bushfire, then you're gonna not be able to carry someone <laughs> and also try to escape. So he tries to make a run for it, and he gets 200 meters away. That's not very far. Um, so he was probably in a dead sprint as fast as he could go up until that fire, you know, probably inhaled smoke and, you know. Yeah. Passed out and died, so it's it's a uh, it, it's a very sad loss of life, especially when you consider that the person who uh, is I, I mean obviously not directly responsible but partially responsible because they they've cut funding for the fire prevention organizations. Um, you know these these people have, have died as a result of these rampant bushfires that were not able to be quelled in time and are still running rampant. Yeah. So that's pretty sad. Um, I guess they're just not important enough.
1: Yeah, you just, I don't know. It's just like you have one fucking job. Like, I I feel like whenever these disasters happen as a a leader, your job is to go to the places where the sad shit happens. Say that it's sad. Say you're sad for the loss of the people there. (laughs) So to show up to a place and not even be able to get the number of lost people right is just, Like, come on, man. You had one fucking job. Like, do you think he's just, like, phoning it in at this point? It's like, uh, luckily no one died. Oh, someone died? Oh, about two people died. I mean...
0: (laughs) Yeah. Do I have to, like, go to jail or something as a result of this? No? (laughs) No? Okay, cool. I'm just gonna keep on
1: doing what I'm doing. Um, a number between zero and infinity people died today. We're sad for whatever number that was that lost their
0: lives. You'd think there'd be an advisor that would just be like, Hey, two. Remember. Two.
1: (laughs) Two. He's just got like it written on his hand. It's like two. And then like on his phone, he has it like uh bookmarked to this other number two. Two. It's like on the inside of his glasses, he has it etched two, it's just two everywhere, and then his (laughs) staffer's like standing in the crowd and he has like two fingers up. Okay. So uh, today I'm sad to say that four people died because he had, like, both two fingers up, like, double yeah. T- sides. Like, I, and the staffer pulls down one hand. Oh, I mean two. I meant Don't two die. people died.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, apparently 26 people have died overall. Uh, millions of hectares have burned, and thousands of homes have been destroyed in this bushfire season.
1: Uh,
0: amazing. <sighs> yeah, it's pretty great. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Uh, firefighter organizations have called for a federal Royal commission into Australia's bushfires days after Mr. Morrison said he'd consider one. He'd consider one. Cool. That's great. Totally inept. I, he doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, get him out of there. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Is there like an emergency, like get him out of there? (laughs) It's like a red button. You just got to slap. Yeah. It's
1: it's like, uh. Uh, which uh, yeah, America's Got Talent or whatever, where they gotta like slap the button, like if they want to accept you or not, they got like the green button and the red button. And it's yeah. like if, if everyone else in the uh, Australian Parliament like slaps the red button,
0: and it's like all right, I guess he's out. Wouldn't that be great if uh there was like a development of of an app or something like that in which you could just like downvote. What the president or Congress or any of your representatives are doing, <laughs> you know, like, I don't like that. I don't. Wait, like would that. it be like Reddit, but for politics? <laughs> yeah. And over time, like if they accumulated enough bad, down yeah. votes, they would just be replaced. You know, like you could have this never ending uh, list of people who are going to like fill in these positions and then you're just like, okay, well they're out, now they're in, now they're out there, they're in. <laughs> As a extreme
1: political nerd that also likes Reddit, I love this idea. Yeah. Like just just imagine if every bill would go onto this format where it was it worked like a social media site where you can upvote or downvote or whatever. And then maybe you could also work in some law where it would have to be explained in layman's English of, like, what the bill would actually do along with the actual writing of the bill.
0: And then people mm-hmm. would be allowed to upload or download
1: I mean, I love it. I think it's a great idea.
0: Yeah, that would be pretty cool. I, I know that the wording is is an issue, though, um, oh, especially in past elections. Uh, what was it? You would have to have a nonpartisan
1: third-party source that isn't connected to fucking corporations That is basically funded solely to, in layman's English, literally write what it does. You can't have some shit of like, this is the pro-democracy act. And then when you actually look at the bill, it's like, oh, this actually restricts voting
0: access to people. (laughs) Oh, you could tie it into education. So how about you take the bill and you present the bill to uh, average high schoolers? And then you, you have to, like, there's like some kind of like, um, you, you know, there, there's a, a margin, right? Mm-hmm. And you take like the mean high school and go in and you're like, hey, uh, you guys are in the middle of the, of the pack as far as like test scores are concerned and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. So we're going to explain this bill to you. And then it's your job in order to formulate what we think you're telling you know, what what we think we're telling you, and then you're going to present it to the community that's going to vote on it. So uh, based on this uh, high
1: school here, uh, we presented them with uh, an official bill from Congress. It is the Cannabis uh, Legalization Act. And uh, based on the response uh, from the students from uh, Clifton High School, uh, this bill is going to be described in layman terms as smoke weed every day. So uh if you would like to vote for the uh bill um once again it's the Cannabis Legalization Act and mm-hmm. uh uh the the layman uh definition of it you can read the full you can read the full bill but uh based on Clifton High School uh and their response <laughs>
0: smoke um
1: weed. smoke Eric. smoke weed every day and that's 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 the layman description yeah. of what this bill means
0: yeah, and it like replaces all legal <laughs> definitions of the previous explanation. Like they can't it's like nope, there's no erratas, there's no nope. addendums. Nope, it, it. It's all just smoke weed every day. So you
1: can either either upvote yes that you think this is a good bill that needs to be passed or yep. uh, downvote no that uh this, this shouldn't go through Congress. Yep. Um, I mean Sounds I mean, good. I I I know we're just two idiots like talking out of our ass, but on, on some level I'm like damn, that's like such a good idea that it needs to be made. Like, why wouldn't they do that? Why wouldn't they do that? Well, <laughs> yeah, we, well, if we started talking about why wouldn't they do that, that would be a long a long conversation. That I don't know if we want to have or not.
0: Oh, that's true. Um, maybe next episode. Next episode. Speaking of last week. Yeah. If you guys want to hear us talk about that kind of bullshit, then uh, we can absolutely do so. You just got to let us know. Yeah. Oh, man, which brings us to our final story. Uh, Don't bite camel nuts, y'all. Yep. (laughs) That's it. So we're going to be traveling to Louisiana. There's a truck stop petting zoo called the Tiger Truck Stop. I-10 in Grossetite. Grossetite. Mm Mm-hmm. Very cool. Uh, so we're talking about, uh, the woman who was a Florida resident who was chasing your dog Mm -hmm. when it called, crawled into Casper, which is the name of the camel. (laughs) Well, not, you didn't crawl into Casper, he crawled into Casper's enclosure. (laughs) Called, yeah, crawled into Casper's enclosure. There's a difference there. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very tiny dog. It was a um, very tiny dog and a very big camel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I guess the camel sat on her as a result of her trying to get her
1: dog out of the enclosure? I guess. I don't I don't know if that's a an abnormal behavior or not. Maybe that's just what camels do. If they don't like something, they just sit on it.
0: Yeah, that's pretty weird. Camel did nothing wrong. They were aggressive. Camel was just doing its normal routine, sitting on people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, at one point in time, this truck stop had a tiger. <laughs> yeah, his name was Tony. Yep. Oh, wow, that's original. Yes, yeah, so they're very uh, original. Mm-hmm. Yeah, need to put that up to a, a high school Reddit vote. <laughs> yep, high uh, school nice Reddit vote. What yep. will the tiger be named?
1: <laughs> At the Tony. Tiger Truck Stop, Tony, name a Tony. They're great. Tony.
0: <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, apparently the tiger never attacked anyone, but they had to get rid of it anyways. It's pretty sad. Yeah. Oh, uh, jeez. So yeah, as uh, you know, in automatic defense. Whenever the camel sat on her, she uh, you know, took a big old mouthful of of camel testicle and and bit down. Try to get that thing to jump up off of her.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess, uh, I mean, something, I mean, a camel weighs 600 pounds. I mean, you're going to do whatever you have to do to get out of that situation because you would, I would assume, quite literally die if you had 600 pounds of camel on your face. So yeah. I don't admonish her for biting the camels nuts in that instance but she shouldn't have had her dog off leash in the first place because if it was wasn't if it was on leash then it it wouldn't have it wouldn't have gone into the enclosure that was
0: yeah it seems like a a less benign or a more benign version of uh harambe you know the situation (laughs) in which the the child fell into the gorilla enclosure and was subsequently shot. The child, of course, the
1: child was shot, not the gorilla. No, I was kidding. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh,
0: syntax. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that that was a, another situation in which parents should have been watching the kids closer, right? And um, or you know, watching the dog, animal, whatever the 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 living organism that the parent was responsible for, right?
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's. <laughs> there's not i mean that that's it that's the story a camel sat
0: on the woman's face and she bit the camel's nuts ha 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 (laughs) pretty much so the story is sad because the camel shouldn't have had its nuts bitten (laughs)
1: yeah yeah it shouldn't have happened in the first place and i guess the the silver lining is that the uh the camel wasn't murdered by the police like harambe so uh Yeah. yeah casper the camel's fine can it's lady,
0: like they, can they, <laughs> they get the lady out of the enclosure, the, the camel's like um, over there consoling its nuts and the police get there and they're like, what happened? It's like, well, the camel sent on me and then I had to bite its nuts. I was like, so you want us to shoot the camel? Like,
1: like no, no, I, the, no. I, I, I don't. I, I just wanted my dog. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> So you, you want me to pull out my gun like this, and you want me yeah. to point it at, this, at the camel like so? No, 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 no. That's all I'm saying That's what they for. trained us in the academy. And so, <laughs> and you
0: want me to pull my finger like this? Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's dead. And then the uh, the tiger truck stop lost its camel, and then it's just the truck stop.
1: <laughs> no, it's just no, – yeah. It's not, you can't call yourself the tiger truck stop if you have no camel and no tiger.
0: Yeah, the truck stop, I formerly can. known as the Tiger Truck Stop with a camel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with a camel. With a camel.
1: That's not. That sounds like some really fucked up uh, cocktail you'd get at like a fucking dive bar. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna need a Tiger Truck Stop no camel. Tiger stop. Yeah. <laughs> Tiger Truck Stop no camel. You
0: sure? Yeah, man. I don't know, dude. <laughs> yeah, I've had a bad day. I've had a bad week. A bad life. Why don't you just give me what I want? want what? Stop questioning me. <laughs> I'm an adult. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: bartender just shrugs. All right, you asked for it.
0: Yep, yep All right.
1: This, yeah, Here you go. <laughs> this, like, takes, like, an entire bottle of gin and, like, drops one olive in it. There you go. Yeah. That's it.
0: Boink. <laughs> he, like, jumps across the bar and sets on your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Ah, the only way to stop this is by biting his nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh yeah, silver lining. Amazing. Yeah,
1: silver lining. Everyone's everyone's alive. Camels alive. Dogs alive. Woman's alive.
0: Yay! Yay. Everybody lived through it. Yay! <laughs> That's totally it's awesome. Wonderful. Oh jeez. Well, I tell you what, everybody. If you want to live through your uh, your next week before you get to our next podcast, you need to get in touch with us. Yeah at one of these locations. Jimmy, where can I get in touch with this? Hell thing? yeah. If you want to
1: be as wonderful as our last story, you can do so by uh, emailing us at cynicempowerment@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We would love to uh, get your feedback there. You can also uh, tweet at us on the Twitter at cynicempowerme1. Or you can like us on Facebook at Cynic Empowerment. We would love to hear from there. It would uh, mean a lot to us. And if you are listening through any of the listening apps there, the Twitter, not the Twitter, the uh, Stitcher, uh, the iTunes, whatever, please subscribe. Review the show. It helps other people
0: find it. Mm-hmm. We would definitely appreciate it. It'd be pretty fantastic. Uh, don't bite any any camel nuts. Yeah. And uh, it's bad. Yeah. And,
1: you know, the
0: penis man. Hashtag penis man. Yeah. If you absolutely have to do something to the camel, just graffiti penis man on the side graffiti of it. penis man on the side of the camel. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> That's what you got to do. Mark he your territory Yeah.
1: Yo. I, we need to make this a multi-city thing. Don't don't let Tempe feel left out. We need a Penis Man in every major city across America. We need a San Diego Penis Man, a Louisville Penis Man, New York Penis Man. It could be you. You could Do be it. the next Penis Man. Yep. Fill the gap. Ye. With the Penis Man. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Feels good, man.